That's a shifting yeah. perspective you have. A new perspective. New perspective. That is the new perspective. That's the new perspective. Welcome back to The New Perspective. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast, man. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Thanks for having me here. It's great. I'm super excited. It's my first podcast ever. And uh, I'll be honest, I'm a little bit nervous. But uh, yeah, thank you. You'll be good. Of course. Of course. (laughs) I had a certain intention to meet a cool person to interview. And I did, so I'm very excited. So you guys are going to love this guy. He's a musician, a traveler, and he has a beautiful mind. Also, I just created a Patreon. So if you would like to join my tribe and support my mission to help raise the consciousness of humanity, please join. I don't expect it, but I would greatly appreciate it. So you will get access to like my Discord server with everyone that I've recorded with, shoutouts, extra content, and more. So yes, if you'd like to join, do that. The link will be in the description. All right, now we're past all of that stuff. Like, So something I really admire about you is that, and one of the reasons like I wanted to record with you so much is because of your fascination for space and the universe so like what first got you interested in like space yeah space the universe um that's a a very great question actually um i think what really first got me interested in space was um i originally i'm from new orleans originally and i was born there as an infant i'm not sure what age maybe one or two uh moved to southern alabama and I distinctly like distinctively remember this one night my parents waking me up um, around like 12 1 a.m uh, Central Standard Time and because there was gonna be a meteor shower and so we went outside and we lived in the middle of nowhere um, like southern Alabama uh, the little town we were in only had like two gas stations um, oh. a post office uh a school and like some churches and stuff like that not even a grocery store so we were in a remote area and Mm. which was best for like you know viewing the cosmos at night oh yeah Uh, yeah so anyways uh i remember them you know waking me up and and just viewing this meteor shower where there was like it seemed like there was three meteors per like every five or ten seconds it was insane Um, just dispersed across the sky and then after that uh, my parents got me like a little cheap you know telescope and so that's I would have to say that's where I got my fascination with uh, space and then it just grew deeper over time um, getting deep into the you know learning about the you know laws of physics and how the universe actually works wow that is amazing like I think part of the reason why I'm interested in it now as well is because of like experiences and stuff when I was younger. Like, how old were you? How old were you when you said that again? I was probably, I'd have to say, around the age of between eight and ten years old. Wow. I can't That's pinpoint really... it down exactly, but yeah, but yeah, that I was just fascinated by space at a young age um, when I first experienced my first meteor shower and got my first telescope. 
then I'd have to say it really hit me and or everything just started really sinking in and made my fascination with the universe so much like broader at I'd have to say around the age of early 20s early 20s I would have to say mm-hmm. and but it's been my whole life being fascinated with space and also the possibility of alien life out there uh, intelligent alien life out there as well ufos i'm into all that uh, i try not to get too into it because then i'll just go down a rabbit hole get and i'll like it'll consume my life but yeah yes there is that uh it can do that do you feel like so do you believe that aliens have maybe like come to earth before or do you believe like we're in contact with aliens honestly i i do believe that i do believe that uh in the past and ancient times that there, there, i mean there's art depict like you know pick was it called depicting depicting it or something mm-hmm. um i i believe that in ancient times like uh you know ancient e- egypt there's hieroglyphs that and paintings that depict you what looks to be a ufo an unidentified oh, really? flying object or um or whatnot I don't know if you've you've seen that maybe on youtube i don't think so uh, i love youtube i i will go down a rabbit hole and like on youtube and get sucked in just like i do on <laughs> vr chat sometimes but uh yeah anyway so i i do believe they came and you know that the intelligent life has been here in the past and i do believe that there's evidence that they have been here and that, that they actually are here right now um I know that Joe Rogan did a podcast with a, a, a Navy pilot, I think it was a Navy pilot or Air Force pilot that actually was tracking and they released uh, all the information on it. Um, I'm sure everybody knows about it now, but the, like this UFO and it like it actively jammed their radars on their aircrafts and they released all the footage and everything. Nothing was redacted um, and they didn't even know what it was like. So mm-hmm. I might have watched uh, a video of them talking about that maybe yeah familiar. but yeah that's interesting so like i feel like that's such a maybe like controversial topic or conspiracy or whatever but i mean it's generally interesting because if we were let's say in contact with extraterrestrial life like it definitely wouldn't be made public because everyone would go crazy you always it, have to exactly question everything I, I think so i don't know it's yes it's very interesting um back to the point that you just made uh if that all that information if like say the world's governments were all in contact with an intelligent life from a different galaxy on another planet and you know uh that would if release releasing that i believe would cause pandemonium and, and panic and, and mayhem because yeah. that would just shut down every like religion i i believe and because like like in the everything. world because yeah because like does is there any religion on earth christianity buddhism uh hinduism whatever is there any religion that mentions intelligent life from another you know place in the heavens i don't think so so if that if that actually was the case and the governments of the world released all the information like i don't it may be crazy i don't know yeah 
Interesting. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, it's like yeah. God created the humans and the animals, whatever. I mean, I'm not religious, so I I might not be accurate, but what if there's like aliens? Like, how is God so powerful? So what? Like, when did you like go down that rabbit hole of just like researching that kind of stuff? Let's see, like going down that rabbit hole, I would say probably around um, 2012, 2013, that's when I really started going down, like, not only that are like rabbit hole, but like a, a bunch of different rabbit holes uh, and conspiracy theories. And I tried to like, you know, weed out the ones that I thought like, oh, yeah, no way that's going to, you know, that's the case or whatever. And sometimes that actually was the case in certain like some of the dumb shit i was looking up and like getting sucked into i'm like uh, like i started believing i was like well, let me let me do some like sherlock holmes investigation and and <laughs> after i did my investigation i was like yeah this is bullshit what the fuck <laughs> yeah i mean it depends on what it is right like yeah it, i just hate that term anyways conspiracy theory is just uh, right i hate it i don't know it's just listening to other perspectives maybe they're not always true but i don't know it's always interesting to think about most definitely yes yeah so like what sparked that did you just want to like see what were you were you trying to find truth were you trying to discover the ways that humanity is just terrible you basically <laughs> you hit Oh no, you basically answered your own question right there. That's ex I think that's exactly what sparked my interest in uh, uh, just finding out the truth of the meaning of life, the meaning of my own existence. And I'm still, I'm still on that path. And to be honest with you, I probably will never figure it out. Just like and until uh, you know it's my time to go, until I pass away. Uh, and maybe even then, who knows? You know, because I. I don't know what's, you know, in the afterlife, there even is one. So uh, while I am here, I'm going to, you know, it's kind of like my goal and my journey to search and, uh, you know, find the truth or try to, you know, get some kind of, you know, explanation and answers. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people can like relate to that, just trying to figure out what is the truth of your life or just society in general and yeah i think that is like a journey that is kind of the human experience that is our journey just trying to figure more things out there's so much beneath the surface that a lot of people are just blind to like maybe food industry like um dairy industry like GMOs, like, um, just programming in songs or things on the radio or news, media. So there's so much stuff just covering and clouding our perception all the time. And yeah, it makes sense to go down that rabbit hole of just like trying to figure things out. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. There's way too many uh, obstacles out there that's clouding, as you said, you know, it's clouding our, our, our mind. And 
it's it's basically closing a I, I i guess i could describe it as imprisoning someone's mind i guess somehow and in a way it's just they're oblivious to everything else that's out there um and exploring uh you know the mind hence my, my username that i use uh my not uh what's an astronaut an astronaut's someone that goes into space well a mind not is someone that goes into the mind explores the mind i absolutely love that i love your great like, right you that, i was like <laughs> that's such a good idea i saw that you said that you're into like the multiverse and like stuff like that can you like explain the multiverse for people who don't really know what it is okay i'm not an expert on the multiverse but i will elaborate I and i'll try to <laughs> and i'll try not to digress um the multiverse from what i the knowledge that i have um obtained from online youtube videos articles um even uh astrophysicists such as uh, michio kaku or um, neil degrasse tyson which i love both of them so much huge fan of both of theirs their their work um i believe it's a, are they are they astrophysicists is that what it is i think it is that anyways um yeah yeah is that sound right okay you it might have to cut right. that better yeah um so what i have learned from uh, about the uh, multiverse is like what a multiverse is is you have our universe right now we're just a small speck in a solar system which is in a galaxy and you have impotent uh, shit slurred my words there <laughs> infinite amount of galaxy <laughs> okay you have it, okay you have infinite amount of galaxies mm -hmm. in our universe and the multiverse theory is that there some are spec like spec i can't even <laughs> why can i say that was speculate speculating god damn it big words Big words. Let me drink some. Yeah, let me drink some water because my mouth's dry. That's why I'm fucking up my words. <laughs> I'm about good. to dry because I just, I just smoked and I've been drinking a bit. All right. Anyway, so people speculate with the with the multiverse. They you know they, they speculate that the Big Bang was actually a, like a new bubble that formed into a new universe. The multiverse is perceived. From my knowledge that i have learned from researching is there's a bunch of like these universes and they're all in bubbles then when one bubble pops and then all that energy and matter goes and creates another bubble and supposedly maybe that could be the big bang and how our universe was created i don't know um okay. i haven't so, really yeah so it's saying like all the bubbles were like connected at one point and then it popped or now you're getting in like some really deep shit that i haven't uh, even really thought about because if that if the multiverse was just a bunch of bubble universes mm -hmm. well where did all that come from and then it could <laughs> you could go into like a you know a paradox like a you know <laughs> like Okay, so what created, you know, the multiverse? And then what created, what created the multiverse? You see what I'm saying? Like, and then who created yeah, that? Like, how did all this, exactly. it's so complicated. Like, you just, you, you end up in a paradox. You end up in a paradox, I believe. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God, that's crazy. Like, 
our minds can never grasp that concept but exactly but can you imagine if we had or if we had like been in contact with uh an intelligent alien life's you know form or civilization that was has like has been evolving or had been evolving from like a million years you know what i'm saying human beings have only been evolved like what two hundred thousand years or something like that i think maybe or so if you have an yeah so if you have an intelligent alien life form that has been like their their species and civilization has been around for a million years maybe they can grasp the concept like caught you know you know what i'm saying maybe they can grasp grasps the concept that's what i'm saying shit good, this good. is so tough this is so tough this is like the toughest thing i've ever done oh see i have bad adhd and anxiety so you know it, like it's just like Aww. okay continue, continue. <laughs> <laughs> um continue with i fucking i lost where i'm at i'm stoned as fuck right now I'm I'm crossfaded, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Oh my god, you're talking about um Yo, if hey look, if you wanna add like some of this like funny shit, like funny moments we have, you wanna like if they if it fits in with the podcast, I I don't care. Like add whatever you want to, honestly. Honestly, I'd be down. I'd be down. <laughs> I want I want Bro, this I to be like your like your highest fucking viewed or listened to podcast. <laughs> Although yeah. I know that's not gonna happen, but I'm like, you never let's know. try. <laughs> you never know. Who um, knows? Maybe next week, me and you will be on fucking Joe Rogan. That'd be crazy, right? <laughs> oh my god, that would be Dude, a that, dream. That would be. That's like... something that's on my bucket list that probably won't get accomplished, but I'm gonna you try my know. best to be. Step. You never know. Look at you. Look exactly. At you. Exactly. You're making progress. <laughs> Look at you now. Look at um, us. Yeah, let's go. Honestly, I I love it. This is weird because like <laughs> I usually am very just like focused and like everything in all of my podcasts. So you're saying I like I'm loosening you like I'm loosening you like yeah, loosening you, you up. Are. Oh, you that's great. Like it. It's like so it. so natural. It's more natural like with the podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like it. Whoa. Oh. Well, I like it too, Sarah. I like it too, Sarah. <laughs> Even though I'm crossfaded, but what? What was that called? What was that called? Like you mentioned that you were staying in like a cosmic campground in like New Mexico, right? No, no, I was. That's the old. Like that's one of the stops I'm gonna make on my cross country, oh. and I don't have a, a destination at this point. I don't, like I don't know where I'm gonna end up before I stop and then like go back to work and all that. I'm a truck driver, and uh, like I made you know a lot of money, like a lot, a lot of money. Like in a short time, I saved it all up, so I'm able to like take you know this eight weeks or even maybe ninety you know three three months off if I wanted to. So nice. do this That's driving so in my converted nice. car. I converted my uh, my car into a camper. Uh, yeah, it's great. Wow. It's awesome. That's so cool. <laughs> I'm just outside of Albuquerque, and I'm dispersed camping in a national uh, park right now. So. Oh, okay. Which, so yeah, yeah. And I started my like, journey started off in Missouri. So mm, wow. So like, how long have you been traveling? Wait, what got you so, into it? What got you into traveling? <laughs> so what actually got me into traveling was uh, whenever I was back home living in Virginia. Uh, I'm not from there, but I've lived there collectively for over the past twelve years, and. 
My profession was I either worked retail in retail management or I worked in like the warehouse industry uh, forklift, you know, loading trucks, unloading trucks, tractor trailers, you know, semi trucks. And that's where it sparked my first interest. Um, one was for the money that you could make after talking to truck drivers that I either loaded or unloaded, you know, I was like, hey, man, how much you make? And they told me blew my fucking mind at such a young age um and in my early 20s so uh that i guess that always sat in my back of my sub you know back in my brain and in my subconscious and stuff and i held on to it. i kept doing my uh warehouse work or retail work and stuff and uh then i don't know one day it's just like i just woke up like it just clicked and i was like you know what let me let me try to apply to be uh, a truck driver you know uh, for truck driving school uh because companies out there they will uh like big big box company major companies they will pay for you they'll buy you a ticket to go all the way to where whatever city that they need you to go to for training and they'll feed you they'll you know house you and you just need to bring like a little bit of bare money with you to cover any extra things that you want and it clicked with me was that like what clicked with me was like why not because i have a love for traveling always have i left home at 17 um we get into that later maybe but anyways and i've been traveling pretty much ever since and oh, why really? not wow pick, yeah why not Huge. why why not pick a, <laughs> why not pick a profession you know like why not get paid to travel the country and get to see the country and as of right now, I've been uh, uh, a truck driver, not quite four years, going on four years, it'd be four years in this uh, this June. And I've been to every single lower 48 state except for South wow. Dakota. And I, I believe that wow. that's going to be my my the end of my camping trip. I believe that's where I'm going to end up. Oh, South wow. Dakota. That's incredible. See, when I think of truck driver, like I didn't even really know what that was. When I believe when people think of someone as a truck driver they think of a big huge fat guy with like a long hair beard whatever smelly nasty like yeah. scum of the earth <laughs> but it's not like that out here like we are living in our trucks when we do uh go over the road for say four to six weeks at a time or even two months or some people stay out just you know all year that's really cool right. that uh, you are able to like literally just get paid to travel and basically go wherever that's amazing so like uh what would be like where's the favorite place that you've gone like what's the favorite state that you've seen so far that is a question i can't answer um completely if that makes sense i'll elaborate a little bit um i could give you a region like my favorite region, but not like favorite or best state or like our best place or anything like that. I like just the overall general. And that would be out West, um, whether it be Northwest or Southwest, anywhere out West past Texas, um, into New Mexico, Arizona, California, uh, Colorado, Wyoming, Idaho, Utah. Those are some of the most beautiful states yeah. I just, I, let me tell you a story actually whenever i first started truck driving 
and uh, I was team driving when I first started driving. So what that means is uh, the truck ran 24/7. So, so I was team driving with, ironically, my team driver. His name was Steven. I just started my shift. He, you know, he went back into the bed to go lay down and stuff. And I'm, I'm driving down, and I tell you, this was like, I will never forget this. I will never forget this image till the day I die. Like coming down through that section that they had just reopened up from the forest fires the fires were still going on but they had got it under control to a point to where they could reopen that section of the interstate and i look off to my left like i'll never forget i look off to my left coming down the whole mountainside is on fire like it i swear i swear like it looks just like a scene from a movie like an apocalypse movie it's the most vivid like image slash scene that i've ever seen in real life um right. yeah it stuck with me it, it was so it was beautiful but also so like i don't know i felt uh indifferent you know like <laughs> i had multiple emotions about it it, it was interesting i bet wow so it can like get kind of dangerous on your travels and adventures yeah of course one thing the reason why i wanted to just like ask you about you truck driving because i just feel like that's a great way because a lot of people want to travel they want to experience a lot of different places in the world and it's really cool when you find like jobs that are actually able to let you do that and i never knew that so like it's really cool learning about that like how has traveling to different places like changed your perspective on just like life in general? Like I because I feel like a lot of the times we get closed up in our little bubbles and we don't actually experience the world. It's like how has like these different places influenced your perspective? I would have to say that traveling cross country being to 47 of the lower 48 states dramatically uh, changed my perspective on culture, on uh, like just different regions uh, of the the country, different like season patterns. Uh, I grew up most of my life in the South, and I, you know, snow snow wasn't you know snow and ice is not down in the South and. Once I left home and started traveling, uh, yeah, it's just like like snow. I love snow. I hate driving in it. It sucks, but um, yeah. I love it. I don't know. It's something about it. Yeah, I know. I w definitely want to travel, and I can't imagine my life, or I can't understand why someone would just like stay in the same place. They're in like, what would you say to someone who has just lived in the same place their entire life and just don't travel whatsoever great question i would say to someone that has stayed in the same place their whole life you know the same town or city or you know region grew up there went to school there now they're working there and they just haven't left they haven't le even left this, their own state um if they don't like traveling and that's the reason that's 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 perfectly fine but um if you've always thought of you know if, that you wanted to travel or you know get out and and get out of your state do it just just do it like don't think like don't second guess it 
just just go with it it's gonna be okay it may be scary at first you know because you've never traveled or and experienced um cross-country traveling or whatnot but just give life a shot and life will give you something back yeah you have to take these risky things you have to get out of your comfort zone when you are just traveling most like definitely a great way for growth as well like if you've always stayed in the same place you're not really changing like just moving to a different going to a different place could completely change your outlook and perspective on the world and it can definitely open your mind because there's so much different cultures so many different ways of living and of life that are completely alien to us you know just staying in the same place i'm definitely not going to do that in my future so you're in um, music right like, I, I, I was about wanna, I, like actually I, I wanted to ask you a question or whatever okay you wait what the wait, hold on i was trying to hold out this whole like the whole ex explanation and then what was i gonna ask you god damn it motherfucker um you have to write it down i have a little notes right next to me that i just like jot shit. down yeah i should fucking do that oh you're way you're you're a fucking podcaster you're like professional now oh my god now what was i gonna ask you i think i was gonna ask you your opinion on something all right let's get back it back at it. you're the professional let's do the questions <laughs> like, all right so basically like my adhd is way more than it normally is like in this situation like talking to you like my fucking your like synapses are fucking up like yeah i don't know i don't know i'm laughing so hard right now because i just imagine when you said mm, interesting i imagine <laughs> hearing that on the actual podcast like me just telling you what i just told you and i'm like ah oh, fuck it would be funny but <laughs> no and this will be great yeah i'm gonna put a lot of these <laughs> on the patreon for like i don't know bloopers or funny oh um, shit okay okay yeah. so wait as, do as, i have to pay um, for it to see it though uh i mean for you no i'll send it to you okay okay if yeah. i ask or whatever yeah i mean of course of course um, okay, anyways, what were you talking about? I don't even know. I have no idea what I am doing. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna ask you this, okay. So you said you're into music, right? right? Like you play guitar, or do you play any other instruments? Yeah, uh, I've been playing the guitar on and off since, uh, the age of 14. Um, and I've also, like, I know how to play, uh, the keyboard a little bit, like, I play by ear. I can't read music, uh, so I play by ear and muscle memory. Um, and I played the trumpet in junior high for like I don't know three months. The reason why I quit the band, actually, I'll tell you the yeah. So like I joined the band because I was like, oh, all the cool kids, or at least like all the cool kids that I thought were the cool kids, fucking joined the band, right? And so I was like, let me join. And I joined in there. I couldn't read music. All these guys were reading music. I'm like, well, fuck. They're like alien or some shit because they're reading hieroglyphics and whatnot on fucking yeah. like a note line. And uh, I play by ear. And I decided to, like I only played for like two months, maybe three months. And then we, we had our first marching band like through the like Ooh. little town, like little, yeah, a little shithole town in fucking Missouri. 
<laughs> and I had to walk like, I don't know, over a mile. And it hurt my back so bad at a young age. I was like, I'm so young. Why does my back got to be hurting? I'm not doing this. I quit. Yeah, <laughs> I did not like marching bands. Oh, you was in the marching band? Or, I was. Uh, I played clarinet. You was? What? Oh, you're Squidward. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Does everyone really say that? Everybody says that. Oh, no. <laughs> SpongeBob ruined your childhood clarinet playing. I know. Shit. It's okay. I also play saxophone. All right. And I've been playing guitar. No way. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Mm hmm. So I love music and I. Love meeting people who are also into music as well. So I wanted to ask you this. Like, you seem like the kind of guy that's like big into nature and like hiking and like all of that stuff. Like, is that you? Are you big into nature? You read my mind. Yes, you're absolutely correct. I'm super big into nature. Um, I have been pretty much all my life, but just recently, when I say recently, within the last, I'd say, year, um, I don't know, something has, I can't explain it, maybe it's an outside force, or it's just my calling, but something has drawn me to go out and, and explore more, hence why I am on this cross-country camping trip right now, and my ultimate uh, goal is to reach the Cosmic Campground, which is a place that is registered as one of the darkest places on the planet uh, one of the best places to view um for you know in, into the cosmos <clears throat> you can see wow. the bands of the milky milky way galaxy guy and uh, wow, yeah really what even like made you find out about this cosmic campground like how did you like find out about it so how i found out about the cosmic campground what how how I found out about Cosmic Campground. <laughs> okay, I actually found out about uh, the Cosmic Campground whenever I committed to starting my journey uh, and doing my cross-country camping trip in my converted uh, sedan that I have, hatchback sedan, um, that I have equipped with solar power and um, Ooh, I have heating, wow. heating as well, yeah. That's amazing. I've, I feel like that's so cool. Like, I would really love to go to, like, one of those cosmic campgrounds. I, I don't know, just being able to see, like, the Milky Way and everything. I'd love to just see that vividly again. Like, I've seen it, but at that time, at that age, I didn't really have a deeper connection or appreciation for the world, right? I didn't have a deeper appreciation for space, and I feel like just seeing it now would be completely different and I love to do that um I wanted to ask you though like do you feel like humanity kind of like lost touch with nature I um 100% believe that a good percentage of humanity has lost touch with nature and I, I don't know much about it like nature in itself uh, I don't yeah, I'm like an inf like an infant stage, if you want to call it that. Um, I'd love to meet, say, uh, an indigenous tribe 
uh, one day and have a translator or whatnot, to, you know, so I could like communicate with the tribe and like learn like, you know, what like they believe and like, you know, just like and learn nature from some, if that makes sense, like, you know, like an indigenous yeah. tribe or someone that's just like, yeah what the fuck they're talking about you know what I'm saying <laughs> anyways yeah yeah you know someone that's yeah. like more intelligent wisdom on the topic yeah yeah I would love to do that as well like just because back then they I feel like they were more way more than we are now like they actually had to like hunt and like make their own homes and have technology and it would be interesting just to see how that perspective is different compared to today like you know like all the pyramids were like aligned with the stars and everything was centered around the seasons and the stars and everything. it's beautiful like I think it is important for us to reconnect with nature I always feel so much happier whenever I do like I, it definitely boosts your mood and you can reflect and I mean it's who we truly are we really meant to spend our entire lives just closed up in our box staring at a screen is that what we're meant to do like just always staying inside away from reality honestly we're just closing ourselves up from the world and it, it just sucks that there's so much beauty out there, but like, not many people appreciate it anymore. Oh my gosh. You could have not said that any better. That was incredible. <laughs> oh. No, it really, like, it really was, like, that's fucking amazing, man. Like, you just blew my fucking mind. <laughs> like... I got fucking chunks of brain on the ceiling right now, man. <laughs> like, like, like I always do that, but like hearing someone else that I can relate to, yeah. you know, explaining it and saying it out loud, it just like yeah. I don't know, there's like a warm, like a very warm blanket of comfort just like brushed over Aww. my whole body. That makes Aww. sense. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. It's beautiful when you meet like like-minded individuals. Right. And, yeah. you know, that's what I'm doing, right? Like, we're trying to create a collective community of people that, like, see that same truth, see that same perspective, and we're trying to give that to more people and expand consciousness. Expand on. Uh, yeah, exactly. And just And always that. adapt. <laughs> you always adapt? Yeah, like you always got to adapt to like different environments and situations, whether it's physical or mental. Um, so all like always expand on and always adapt. You have to do those two things. And if you do those two things, then like I believe that you will um, be transcendent. Is that what does that mean, though? Or a transient or. I don't, I don't I believe like you'll you'll escape, you know what I'm saying? Like in your fucking like like consciously Transcend. I don't know. I'm I'm like I'm I'm getting into like some deep shit that I don't like I don't even know about. <laughs> like I don't even know why it's coming out of my conscious like subconscious right now, but 
It's is this intuitive? I know, like I know, no, no, no. Here's the here's the thing. Like I know what I'm talking about, but I like I just didn't expect like that to come like pop back in the memory. Is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. mm, I feel yeah. Like, I feel like from like a rabbit hole from like ten years ago. No, <laughs> twelve years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting when you're in conversation. Yeah, I love. I feel like this is a topic that definitely needs to be like talked about more i mean honestly oh, i just hate it it's like everywhere i go like i never really see people who are actually like appreciating nature and it just always is so cut off from it but imagine how much better our mental health being physical health all of this compounded if we in nature and not always so cut off from it i feel like we can find a lot of truth in it as well and it can i mean uh, right now we live in a society constantly like stressed working doing this doing that that is probably because of that disconnect you know we're disconnecting from the truth we're disconnecting from the self from god honestly and, honestly yes right that's kind of how i see it when yeah are away from nature exactly and uh, yeah it's <laughs> so disconnect like disconnected and it's i don't know it's like i feel like i feel sad about it i really do I feel sad about how I, like, I'm not trying to be selfish by saying I feel sad that I, because I am so disconnected, but I also feel sad for every single human being that's out there that is so disconnected. And I envy and look up to individuals that have made that breakthrough and they're getting back out there and they're opening up to nature, you know, opening their minds and going out and experiencing things and that's one of the things that drove me to doing what I'm doing right now um, with my cross-country camping excursion um, yeah it's uh, yeah you're it's experiencing great. life <clears throat> you're actually exactly. experiencing life I love it um, yeah so something I wanted to ask you was I think you mentioned that you were like into like alternate reality or that was like an interest of yours. Am I correct? Um, yeah, alternate realities. So let's just say, all right. So what I have like read and research or whatnot, there is a hot, uh, like a theory where there's, all right. So we're on earth right now, me and you, we're on this podcast. We are connecting. You are where you are. I am where I am. You're holding, you know, whatever you're holding. I'm holding whatever I'm holding everything's happening right now and like alternate reality would be there's the exact same like a replica like a copy of say me and you and we're in this other reality but it's slightly different and they do something different or you look like slightly different or or something like that of that nature that really intrigues me as well um it i guess like you kind of compare it to like uh, you know a lot of people watch rick and morty and stuff like that oh, like you know different show. alternate yeah, yeah. you know universes and realities you know there's multiple ricks there's multiple mortys 
kind of the same thing. Um, that, that, that's pretty much what I meant by that. Yeah, see, that's such a fascinating concept. Does that kind of tie it's into very the fascinating. theories? Like an it, it, exactly, family? exactly. Like, I believe that, the, the, yeah, the, both, both of them, yeah, both of them, I believe, like, they kind of, like, it's kind of, they kind of sit in, like, one pod. Like, they're two peas in a pod, basically. Yeah, see, and that's interesting yeah. because it actually brings some truth to that alternate reality thing. It actually, like, shows you, okay, this how this could be possible. And so basically it's just like a bunch of different alternate universes where you just a bit different. Maybe you chose this. Maybe you did this choice instead of that choice, right? Bringing you on to like different timelines, you know? And that is so crazy to think about because you can think about it as like there is a you right now there that maybe has everything you wanted. Maybe got that confidence maybe got that job maybe did that thing and it kind of whenever i think about it i think about how yo maybe these are potential realities that you could be on right and it just kind of changes your perspective on everything it really does it really does change your perspective on everything um yeah i couldn't have said it better than you yeah i don't know it's just you kind of lose that sense of self and like what is the self how can there be infinite selves like is that what it is of like infinite different ones or is there like wait what was the question again like so for, when, for your theory is there like infinite different alternate realities or is it just a set number that's what that's well well no that's a, at least that's what i'm under the assumption is like there's just like the multiverse uh yeah i'm under the impression that uh yeah there is like you know an infinite amount of like there is an inf infinite amount of universes which would be collectively in the multiverse there's an infinite amount of uh alternate realities so anyways sarah mm -hmm. let me ask you this i know this is your interview slash podcast what? you want to ask <laughs> yeah i want to ask you like i want to do a question you can cut all the like the fucking all right anyways so sarah i, like I, I would like that okay all right so sarah i'm just intrigued you know because by you because you're very my first encounter with you very mysterious I remember you didn't <laughs> say much. We, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We met in fucking VR chat, and like you didn't, you didn't say anything to me. And next, you know, you sent me a friend request before you even talked to me, and I was like, you know what? She's been following us around. Let me go ahead and add her, and I did. And then fucking, then we started talking, and we went to my home world, uh, the mushroom world. Yeah. Hey, shout out fucking Super Mario Brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like, eat the shroom, oh. and uh, and then we all fucking fucking jetted out on jetpacks and fucking sat oh, yeah. just outside of Saturn's Saturn's yeah. fucking orbit you know what I'm saying you're so. all over the place man what, what, what were you saying continue wait what was I saying <laughs> I'm sorry cause I got ADHD and my brain goes like when I get on a fucking tangent it's like it's fucked like the last memory is fucked how we sat in Saturn and talk. Oh yeah, it's in the orbit of Saturn, and we mm -hmm. all had a conversation, mm -hmm. a great conversation, and that's how me and you met. <laughs> yeah. Is that it? 
Is that, the... it? Is that your whole point? What point was I trying to make, though? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Oh my god, dude, I feel embarrassed. <laughs> I sound so weird, listen. Wait, what are you trying to do, actually? Hold on, hold on. What are you trying do to you do? you hear me? I'm just like singing. Yeah, I can hear you, yeah. It's like, aww oh, or something. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, do you know that about like the ohm sound? Like, do you know the what the ohm? Yeah, sound? the ohm. Yes, the ohm and the um, the ohm and the fucking. There's something else that helps you sleep. Um, is it like ohm za? Is it ohm za or is it like ohm? No. About the ohm thingy. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm a little fucked up right now. Uh, yeah, I think we know. I no like. <laughs> Wait, what? He's like, yeah, it's kind of obvious. It's kind of. Yeah, I forgot what I was gonna say about no, with the ohm thing. Like, no, because you when you asked me if I knew the ohm, I remember yeah. like, I've, I've throughout my years, I'm sounding like I'm old fuck. Throughout my years, <laughs> I have struggled. Throughout my years, I have struggled from time to time with uh, sleeping. What do they call that when you can't sleep? Um, insomnia. Uh, insomnia. Throughout my years, throughout my, <laughs> throughout my years, I have struggled with a little bit of insomnia. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, no, and there was like I like I watched a YouTube video, I pulled up a YouTube video, and it was like if you do like the um, and then you like like da or um or something like it's like it's supposed to be like I think it was a scam, honestly, bro. But <laughs> like, hey, help me fall asleep because I caught because it calmed my fucking ADHD down and like I concentrated on doing yeah. like, um, and whatever fucking other tones yeah. and shit and yeah, it worked. So yeah, it helps for I guess for meditation, just like focusing. Yeah. On that. I want to get into meditation, but I, mm -hmm. I've been think like I've been wanting to for years, like literally years, and I just never. Really? Even attempted it once. You never. never attempted it. Because I've never. I would have. Yeah, I've never attempted it because I've always been in a very static environment. Very like you know, there's always noises going on. So I think now that I'm on this camping excursion, there's a lot of times where I don't hear anybody. I don't hear a plane in the sky. Um, there's nobody that passes by on the roads or trails nearby. Um, it happens once in a while, and there's plenty of time. If I get up early enough, complete silence, you know, I, I could do it. But I don't know. I feel like there's something that's keeping me back from doing it, and I don't feel like – I feel like that's not a good thing. Whatever's keeping me back from wanting to do that, it's weird. Yeah, like, I mean, I guess it's just hard. It's new, you know, not something that you're comfortable with or used to, but – I recommend it definitely now that you have that um you just look up guided meditation look up some guided ones that'll, okay. that'll always help when you're first like getting into it I talk about it all the time on this podcast so if you go back like I, we talk about it a lot we go in depth on a bunch of different styles and like experiences that have come up so if you want to like hear more about that you can Go check yeah, definitely. The... So, how many how many podcasts have you done so far? Is it like seven or eight? Yeah, 
I have done seven. Okay, I thought so. Okay, yeah, I, I thought so. Whenever I looked, like looked it up or whatever. Um, all right. So, out of the seven podcasts that you have done, which one was the most memorable, um, and also which one was the most favorable? If you could answer that, that'd be great. Ooh, the most memorable. My first one that I did with Sanju, the very first one. I mean, it was the first time I ever did it. So I was literally recording on my phone. I didn't have a microphone. I was just on my phone <laughs> and on Discord. And I, we just started talking. It was just like a normal call. So we just did that and then like got off the phone. We were already like conversation. We were just like, yeah, let's start recording. And so yeah that one was interesting and then that whole editing process was crazy but it was cool <laughs> just to have that first experience and my favorite my favorite uh, i can't i feel like i'm choosing favorites it's terrible i don't really have one i like different things about each one of them but i really like the um new perspective on existential psychology and uh, what they don't teach you. I really like those. I just really like the people. They're really cool, cool people. And I don't know. I think we've like touched on a bunch of topics. But this one's going to be different. This one's going to be different. I like it because it's <laughs> pushing me outside my comfort zone. Am I really? I'm really pushing it's you outside a, your comfort zone right now. Well, How so, though? A, Elaborate on that. Because it's very formal. Mine are always very formal. It's very like, da 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 da. You know, we don't really go off or like go on tangent. Oh, okay. It's very oh, just okay. Like, smooth. Well, that's I feel like the greatest <laughs> podcast out there. Like, this is what happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, You're exactly. Sometimes, sometimes exactly. not all the time. You know, but yeah. No. Like that's that's it. That's it. And I really really like that. What time? Like, what's our time right now? Do we have time? Like, get into like a rabbit yeah, hole of like time. life at like life after yeah. death. Type yeah. Shit? Oh yeah. shit. I'm saying like, do you want to like go into that? Like, are you interested in that? Yeah. No. Tell me. Like, are you interested in life after? What's your perspective? What do you think's gonna happen? My perspective um, in life after death. Uh, I'm very interested. Very intrigued by it. Um, I actually was told by my dad's mom, which would be my grandmother, but she had told me, she told me like, because I, I opened up to her and I told her like my beliefs and everything and like what I believed in and everything. She's like, you know what? You would probably like be a good fit for Buddhism. And um, I got to research her on that and stuff. So what I believe in, what I believe in is, um, Re reincarnation um i believe in you know um uh, on on the lines of like reincarnation i i truly like it gives me joy to think about and uh, once i leave here you know this physical body and enter enter the astral plane that i will be reincarnated as maybe another human or an animal something like that you know just like my soul carries on like the thought of my soul like being trapped in purgatory or just somewhere else and not 
being like rebirth. I don't know. I feel some type of way about that, and uh, I don't like it. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I met a lot of people. Also, like subscribe to that perspective. Do kind of influence that idea. It's the idea of like reincarnation. Okay, so what gave me that idea or uh, the thought? I don't know. I think maybe I came up with it uh, myself. You know, in my own head. Uh, just the thought of I enjoy life so much. I really do. Like I, I want to live on. I don't. I don't want to say forever, but there's something driving me. I don't know. This may sound crazy, but I feel like the reason. Like, like I, I've done. I've been in a lot of situations, and I've done a lot of different crazy things and i haven't died yet and i literally did not think i would make it to be the age i am now which is 30 i just made 30 in january i feel like maybe that question is like not supposed to be answered right now at this point in time in my life which i would love to answer i would love to answer that fucking question but like no no no, it clouded my fucking like i don't know you need to learn more are you there's still more for you to expand like you don't know everything yet this far in your journey like yes exactly but uh mm. i'm trying my best to learn everything which that's what impossible, makes you want to learn but so much trying to learn as much as i can um i don't know i've always been like that i just i feel like my mind my soul my body my brain has been like a a sponge all my life i just want to soak up as much knowledge and uh energy nature feelings everything as i can as possible like compile it and like just have i don't know like it's it's very interesting and it confuses me at times but i just <laughs> i don't know no that makes sense, that makes sense. yeah i don't i don't I... know want to learn oh uh, shit i mean as much as i can yeah. as well <laughs> and just about myself about the world and i don't know there's so much to learn that you know we're taught that we have to kind of dive into ourselves i always admire that's that uh so i think you talked to me about like you were into like the simulation theory or i don't know if you mentioned that specifically but like do you think it's possible that like we could be living in a simulation did actually uh mention that and i do i do believe there's there's a part of me that does believe that potentially we could be living in a simulation um you could listen to speeches of michio kaku um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the astrophysicist before or not, but um, he he speaks about it. I kn- I think maybe Neil deGrasse Tyson he might he might speak about it a little bit, but I think Michio Crocker talks more about it. Um, and then there's there's multiple videos you can look up on YouTube that you know explains about it, and you can go down a rabbit hole. Honestly, I feel like it is a interesting perspective. Like I've heard theories of like. I mean, right now we're we're in VR chat, right? We're progressing with our ability to create virtual worlds in the metaverse. So, one theory is that like, look at how much we've already progressed. We're only gonna get better and better at making these simulations. Like, 
so what if we are actually and we have created ourselves after the advancement of all of this technology and we just don't know it so that's an interesting theory i don't know it's interesting to think about because we cannot say no we cannot say yes right it's not something that we can actually truly know the answer to and like if you learn about um fractals exactly. and like everything in nature has a like, mathematical code so it's like something is coded like this reality is mathematically designed in a perfect way right it was designed yeah learn more about that um i mean it's just beautiful but it's also it's a code it's all like perfectly designed right it is a grand design okay i wanted to ask you this i saw that you said on the server that you left your home when you were 17 and got like emancipated like i don't know if you're comfortable talking about that on the podcast but like if you are like what happened okay yeah i'm i'm comfortable talking about it um so what happened uh I left home at 17, uh, got emancipated with the help of my dad and stepmom. Uh, it was semi-legal, but didn't work out uh, for one thing. I'll get into that. But um, anyways, yeah, so I started like, all right, so my parents split up whenever I was 12. It was, I think, I, yeah, right around 11 or 12. And every summer so like it was kind of like a planned thing i think like my dad i believe he planned it out like well pretty sure he planned it out to make it work this way but every summer um hold on let me re-rack that shit back all right so like my dad right when all Mm -hmm. this happened my dad got a new job offer in new orleans when we Mm -hmm. were living in southern alabama right for the government you know like as a mechanic and so my dad got offered a job as uh you know for his profession as a mechanic in the government uh in new orleans so he took up that job and it was i don't know maybe a couple months or a few months uh that he was you know driving out there working you know throughout the weeks he'd come home like every other weekend um to alabama he was staying with the, uh, his mom which is my my grandma my nona and uh and then you come back yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) so anyways um (laughs) hold on you're talking about dude my brain is fucked right now because i'm faded yeah uh um oh emancipation yeah yeah yeah. so anyway yeah anyways um (laughs) i don't know all the way deep down to when like my parents split up so fuck so I started rebelling. <laughs> so I started rebelling. Hold on. So I, I, I could tell you the story. It's a crazy story because like it's a story involving me like skipping, skip like it's a story involving me like skipping school like in high school and then like got suspended for three days and then like I played it off like my my friend that got suspended with me. He he had a car. He picked me up for, and like. I dressed up in my, we had to like wear, like, ah, uh, fuck. We had to wear school uniforms and shit in New Orleans. So we had to like, 
So I dressed up and everything, fucking, and left. Those three days, we just went to, like, the friend's house that someone else that got suspended with us. Really? Wow. Just give it, like, a real quick breakdown. Because um, our parents didn't give a fuck or weren't there. And we stayed there for the three days. Here was the issue, Here was the issue though. The issue was, whenever I was done with suspension mm. and, go like, went back to school, you're supposed to have your parents sign you in. Yeah. I went back to school. Went back to school the first day. Fine. Second day. The fucking second day back. Right? They call me the office like, hey, did you have your parent sign you in or whatever? Ooh. I was like, no, you got to call your dad right now. And yeah, Ooh, that's how it went down. And from from there, yeah, it was like a shit show. And I finally stood up to my dad for like the first time in my life. And uh, yeah, 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 like, yeah, because I was always scared of him. But I was like, I was like, hey, look, like, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing my own thing as a teenager. Bad decision. I should have uh, just, like, you know, like, stay with my parents oh, as long as I leave? could. Like... And uh, yeah, you know, been cool. But uh, well, I guess what made me want, like, what made me want to leave was um, I did not like rules. I didn't like, I didn't like uh, my dad's rules, and I did. He grounded me all. The, I, it seemed like I was grounded all the time, and that may be because I was fucking up all the time. But I didn't like it, and I. Just I was in search for freedom, so I was like, if I leave out, I get emancipated, and I'm a, my own adult basically. At the age of 17, I have the documents which I had um, that kind of gave me that freedom, and yeah, it was it the greatest yes, move. No, not at that so. age. No, um, stupid, I think, but it it definitely it definitely taught me a lesson and uh it was definitely you know a life experience that i think that i'm not trying to judge but i think that you know this generation you know the the new generation you know they kind of need that kind of yeah. like tough love you know I like the, that, i feel like i don't know kinda, oh, it's amazing that you were yeah <laughs> able to do that even like despite that fear that might have came with it that's really interesting i don't think i've ever talked to someone that had that experience how was it when you were just like living on your own doing your own thing yeah so it was um it was very uh it's definitely interesting i left home at 17 like i said i got emancipated um like so after the, after like first leaving home then like maybe a year or so like a year or so later i ended up being homeless i lived in a wood like i lived li hold on i lived in the woods in a tent for, like four months and then the, in a whole homeless shelter for two months i don't know if i could talk about that right now because yeah. i'm like fucked up i want to talk about it though because it's a great experience so it maybe it, it like it taught me a lesson it taught me a lesson yeah. like because like even after they like, call like calling up my family you know family members you know you know nona or you know grandma or aunt or fucking my dad or or like any immediate family i don't have a large family i'm you know very small very small family um and everyone and it's just like oh like they didn't give a fuck but they were teaching me you know tough love and because they did that and they did not help me out whenever i had to live in a tent in the woods approaching winter time and the northeast it was uh it was insane you know it really was like and that what that taught me was no one is gonna help you steven but yourself and from that moment forward i was able to like i just pushed myself and i i, I applied i got a job at home depot 
as a part-time, uh, not even part-time, it was a temp temp job, temp job, like temporary employee for just the, the garden season. I busted my ass so hard, I, I tried to prove myself, and out of all the temps they hired, there was only three that made it, and I was you know number one, name. and then Clint, Clinton was number two, and Big Steve was number three, and Big, yes, Big, and Big, Big Steve, great friend of mine, because I was little Steve, he was Big Steve, and at one point in time, we had this one guy, another <laughs> Steven, in the guard department, and we called him Middle Steve. In the end, getting emancipated wasn't really a bad idea, because it, it, it taught me uh that no one's gonna help you but yourself and it made me just work and grind that much harder uh to succeed and i've been living by that uh that motto uh, i guess you could say pretty much all my life mm -hmm. so i didn't want to be i didn't want to be in the fucking i didn't want to be homeless in a tent in the woods for like you know in the winter time but <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah life put you in that situation but yeah you got the benefits of it right and it taught you a lesson most definitely a very very valuable life lesson that one can't obtain unless they go through a similar or situation actually like experience that yeah mm, i like it all right i think that is a good place to wrap it up all right thanks for tuning in that is the new perspective that is the new perspective